0: Welcome to Podcast Monetization Tips. If you're an online coach, consultant, or service provider looking to learn how to leverage a podcast to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's kick off this episode with an inspiring success story from one of my past clients that is applying the exact same methods that I'm teaching you here in this limited series podcast. Hey, it's Leah, host of the Managing Made Simple podcast. I started working with Adam and his podcasting business accelerator program because I had a new podcast and I wanted to grow my show. So I looked on the podcast app under, under podcast growth or something like that. I found his show. I started listening and was instantly hooked. I loved the episode where he does the audit with folks. He gives so much value. And so I said, you know, i got to work with this guy. And I reached out. We started the program and immediately it became transformational, both in building a quality lead magnet, in in really making clear offers that connect my audience, that that really give people exactly what they need as they go on that listener journey. And basically by by listening to his show and becoming a client, I saw, wow, his his method works. And he is so fun to work with, so awesome. Thank you, Adam, so much. I, I've just loved working with you. What's up, Pod pals? It's your buddy Adam, and you are listening to podcast monetization tips for online coaches, consultants, and service providers. If you sell your own programs, products, and services, and you are a podcaster, or you want to use a podcast to grow your brand and your business, you are in the right place. With this limited series podcast, I'm helping you press that fast forward button on your podcasting business as a service provider. Uh, I I'm Adam Shibley, your gracious host, and if you are just finding this show, I highly recommend you go back to the very beginning, episode one, and start from there and listen forward. I also highly, highly recommend that you grab the workbook, the companion workbook in the show notes. This is going to be really important for every episode moving forward from this one, and in this episode, we're talking about the podcasting business growth timeline for service providers. This is a construct. This is a concept that I use across uh, all my podcasting business school brands. And this is something where, as I describe this timeline, I want you to think about where you are, why you're there, and what exactly you need to do to get to the next phase, to get to that next zone. And I will clearly map this out so that you can precisely answer all three of those questions, where you're at, why you are there, what exactly you need to do to get your business moving forward. All right, so this one should fire you up. This is uh, unique. This is uniquely something that I do with this brand, and when I do episodes like this, whether it's with you know my old health brand, I used to do this, or with podcasting business school, uh, these are always fan-favorite episodes. So let's dive on in with the podcasting business growth timeline for service providers. All right. So I've got four zones and what I'm going to do is break down each zone and I'm going to show you the symptoms of what you are feeling or experiencing in these zones. And then I'm going to give you three to five action steps on what you need to accomplish to move out of this zone into the next one. All right. So I've got themes of each of the four zones The first zone, zone one, the theme is I'm excited to start making money. So you're a newer podcaster and you're excited to start making money. Uh, Now, let's talk about some symptoms. The first symptom is that you're probably feeling excited about the potential of your show. Uh, Number two, you're ready to duplicate strategies of your favorite podcasters. Like You listen to shows out there, maybe shows like mine. You're like, oh, this guy's making money. I could do this too. And you kind of are ready to start testing some things out. Um, Now, as you'll learn later on, we need to hit the pause button on that and learn how to be a podcaster for a little bit first, uh, but we'll get into that here in a second. Now, symptom number three of this zone is you're probably a little nervous because this is another thing added to your marketing plate. You're already maybe doing some email marketing, some social media stuff. You've got a team, you've got responsibilities there, and your plate is pretty full. And you may be a little nervous just because like, this is another thing. As you start to record content, you're really noticing like, wow, this isn't as easy of a lift as I thought it was now compared to things like YouTube and things like that. It's still much more time effective and and time efficient, but it's still usually a little more work than people actually realize when it comes to producing content, um, you know, if you're doing interviews, scheduling interviews, things like that, producing social media assets, and effectively marketing your show and your episodes, and then if you get invited to be on other people's shows, that's you know that takes time as well. So usually at this point in zone one, people are a little bit nervous about adding something else. Uh, the last symptom of this zone is that there's usually a little bit of imposter syndrome happening, like you know thoughts in your head like who am I to be able to build an online business and expect people to care what I have to say. And we start kind of comparing ourselves to other people in our space and like, oh, Amy Poorfield's in my space and she's doing this and, you know, she's got millions of followers. And I'm, I'm starting at zero. So that is a real thing. I talk to a lot of podcasters every single week. And as you're getting going in that first year, especially imposter syndrome, comparison syndrome, all that stuff really pops up and we just got to be ready for it. All right. So uh, if any of those things are sounding about right, you may be in zone one. Now let's talk about some action steps that I want you to take. I've got five very specific action steps that I want you to take that will allow you to move from zone one to zone two. So if you think that zone one is where you're at, here's what I want you to do. Action step number one, we have to establish consistent weekly content patterns. So uh, if you are like, I'm releasing an episode every Tuesday morning, cool. Let's establish that. All right, you're probably within your first 50 to 100 episodes of your podcast, if you're in zone one, uh, we can't be skipping around. That's the first thing. We have to show up for our audience consistently if we want you know, th- to expect that they will show up for us. We show up for them, they'll show up for us. So establish that consistent weekly content pattern. The second action step, use one Call to action, one CTA. And at this point, no selling. This is where I have to pump our brakes just a little bit. People, you know, they'll launch and they're like, and here's my membership and here's my online course and here's my coaching. And I definitely did that. That was one of the major mistakes I made early on. And if you're still in zone one, we need to do other things with that call to action. And we need to really, I recommend just let's just get people obsessed with your show. Let's put out great, consistent content. Let's really be open to engagement and drive engagement and initiate engagement with our audience and build relationships and build super fans and just take it easy on the selling. All right. So uh, one call to action, usually starting out uh, the main call to action I recommend with newer podcasters is just encouraging people to hit that follow or subscribe button, depending on where they're listening to the show. So they don't miss any episodes and they get that notification. So focus on that. Uh, A secondary call to action would probably be to a lead magnet, which a lot of you probably haven't developed yet. So we'll talk about that in zone two now. All right. So that's, that's uh, action step. Number two is use one single call to action and don't try to sell anything just yet. The third action step to move from zone one to zone two is you have to keep an open mind and be ready to adjust and pivot quickly. When you're in zone one, the branding may be a little bit off. The messaging may be a little bit off. Don't be thick-headed and think, I've just got to power through this. I've, I've committed to this and you know I've, I've got to see it through. That is going to create a lot of pain in your life. You have to be open-minded. You have to be realistic. You need to do some constant self-assessment and brand assessment and go, what is working, what is not working, and what, what just needs more time? So like the name of your show, if you guys listen to my other show, podcasting business school, I do a podcast audit every single Friday, nine times out of 10, I tell people they need to change the name of their show and the people that are open to that. And that implement on that, they explode their downloads. I've seen people double, triple, quadruple 10 x their downloads just by changing the name of their show based off of my advice. And we're going to talk about all that here in an upcoming episode. So don't worry. So we can't just power through it. If it's an obvious glaring mistake, if you're looking at somebody like I'm, I'm okay with saying I'm a veteran in this space. I've got a lot more experience than the average podcaster and I'm in a place business-wise I know a lot of you want to get to. So listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. Be willing to pivot early, often, and relentlessly, all right? There, it's not a failure if you change the name of your show and rebrand early on. That is a huge win because it is going to help your business win. It will help deliver the ideal listener slash client to your content so that they can become obsessed with it, become a super fan, and become one of your best clients. All right, so you have to ditch that thick-headedness and keep a really open mind and be ready to adjust and pivot early, often, and quickly. Uh, action step number four, we have to use Adam's two-third content rule for expert positioning. So to escape from zone one, get into zone two, a lot of people in zone one that stay there forever are mainly doing interviews for their show. And if you are a service provider, you have to have more expert positioning. If you are only doing interviews, the other person is the expert and you are the person that interviews expert and no one or very few people will buy from a non-expert, AKA you, as the expert positioning of your show goes. So the two thirds rule of... Uh, Two-thirds content rule for expert positioning, I should say, is that two-thirds of your content needs to position you as the expert. So two out of every three episodes, you need to be the star of the show. And in this series, we'll talk about some different ways to do that. Uh, but solo episodes and coaching-style episodes or panel-style episodes that you're leading, that's what I'm talking about. And then throwing in the occasional interview. Because if you want to grow your business, you have to showcase your skills. Very important. Very important. That is Adam's two-thirds rule, uh, content rule for expert positioning. The fifth action step to escape zone one to move into zone two is we need to do what I refer to as building your community-to-client bridge. We build this bridge of opportunity, like I said, for your ideal listeners to find you. That's the first part. For them to become obsessed with your content so that they they become super fans. And those super fans... Are easily converted into your ideal clients the ones that are the best fit and we have to create this bridge with your content with your offers with the way you're positioning yourself and once we start to build that out in zone one we can take advantage of that system all the way through as we grow your brand and grow your show Uh, now the the system that i use to to teach people how to create a community client bridge is what i call my podcasting business accelerator that's a you know a an offer that I I put out there with coaching and an online course that we'll talk about a little bit later. So, um, But that is something that is critical to start mapping out and building out. And we're going to talk about a lot of those components in this limited series. So just sit tight and be ready to absorb on that. So those five things will help get us into zone two. Let's talk about zone two. The theme of zone two is, you know, zone one is I'm excited to start making money. Zone two is I think I'm actually ready to start making money. All right, so symptoms of zone two. Uh, number one is your podcasting processes are now in place and you're much more time efficient with them. You feel like it's not taking forever to get all your content uh, you know, created, produced, edited, social media assets. You've got a bit of a flow going here. Maybe you've delegated some things or you just got more efficient yourself. Uh, maybe you've upgraded with apps or using AI or whatever. But we're feeling like, okay, this as you get started with podcasting, it's kind of like, wow, this takes more and more and more time. That reaches kind of a peak, and then you start to get more efficient and effective, or you start to ditch or delegate tasks and you start to bring that time spent on the creation and asset production. That all comes down a little bit. So that's the first symptom. We're starting to get more efficient with all that. And we've got processes in place. The second symptom, Is that you are getting more audience engagement and maybe even some inquiries about how to hire you? This is a great sign uh, of zone two where people are like, "Hey, I love your content." Um, Maybe I mean maybe you're you've got a health show like what I started out with, and I just noticed that people started to reach out to me and they're like, "I love your show. Can I hire you as a coach? Do you have a program that I could buy?" Like these are questions that start popping up in the DMs, start popping up in the the old email inbox. So great, great thing happening there. That's a great symptom of zone number two. Uh, Symptom number three, you have clearly defined your ideal listener journey. And for those of you that never listened to my, my show, Podcasting Business School, what I'm describing with this entire timeline, this is what I would call an ideal listener journey. I'm mapping out a success journey for you with this timeline. I want you to do that for your brand as well. That's what I call an ideal listener journey. So what I'm doing here, you need to duplicate that and do that for your brand. All right. Uh, Symptom number four, you have a simple coaching or consulting offer ready to go. So it's not something that doesn't have to be a big online course build out or membership or mastermind or anything. It's just simple coaching, consulting offer. You've got a payment link. You've got a process. Uh, you've got some assets or tools or whatever you are gonna, you're going to use, and that's ready to rock. People can pay you. You are in business, all right? And then the fifth symptom is that you're doing some coaching style episodes and are releasing them consistently. So we'll do an entire episode on coaching style episodes, but if you want a great example of what that is, listen to Podcasting Business School every episode that I release on Friday, which are usually the even number episodes. That, uh, just check those out. And those are all coaching style episodes I call podcast audits. All right. Uh, So those are the five symptoms that you are probably in zone two. So if you are like, all right, this seems like where I'm at currently. Cool. I'm going to give you five action steps to get you from zone two to zone three. So action step number one is now is the time to build what I call a quick download lead magnet. So uh, you may be building your list a little bit with the coaching style episodes, but now we need to really get into list building mode a little bit and, and really make that a focus point and some sort of quick downloadable lead magnet, like a checklist, a workbook. We've got a quiz, uh, a scorecard, things like that. That's going to help you build your list. And it's something that you can run ads to and just get a, a bunch of people, get a bolus of people all at once on your email list. So that is definitely something to start. Uh, creating and thinking about in a major way. Action step number two off of that lead magnet, I want you to create a 10 to 18 email funnel. All right. So, again, we're going to get into this a little bit later to kind of dive deep, but this is something that's important to where, okay, we are going to actually start to create a little bit of a process here. They download a thing. Now we're going to communicate to them and market to them via emails, uh, an automated funnel. 10 to 18 is usually what I recommend for uh, my clients. Now, action step number three, we're going to set up your discovery call process. All right, a discovery call isn't necessarily a sales call, but it's for somebody that is thinking about, am I a good fit for you as a client? Are you a good fit for me as a clo- uh, as a coach? And you're going to do a discovery call to talk about that. Look at options, what would working together look like? Uh, is this a good fit for me, either direction, pricing, all that stuff. So, we want to set that up because again, people are starting to inquire in the zone about working with you. So, you want to have some sort of discovery call process set up so that you can talk about working together and they can actually hire you. All right. Because not everybody's just going to go online and just click and buy. Some people want to talk to you first. A lot of people are going to want to talk to you first, especially when they're hiring you for coaching consulting. They want to see if it's a personality fit, they want to see if the the vibe fits going both directions. Uh, Action step number four is I want you to promote your lead magnet as the only call to action for eight to 12 weeks worth of episodes on your show. So in the previous zone, you're just talking about, you know hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. But now we're gonna switch into email list building mode and we're gonna promote your lead magnet as the only call to action on your show for eight to 12 weeks of episodes. And the fifth action step to move from zone two into zone three is to look for opportunities to upgrade and optimize this entire process over about the next 90 days. So you're going to put this into motion with your lead magnet, with your email series, with your discovery calls, hopefully converting some of those people into paying clients. I really want you to sit at the edge of this zone for about 90 days and just go, okay, how do I optimize my lead magnet? What's working? What's not? What needs more time? Okay, then how do I optimize this email funnel? What's working? What's not? What needs more time? Each, each individual email, what's really working? Which, where are they dying off? Like they get to email number 12 out of 18 and then people unsubscribe or they don't, they don't uh, engage in any of the emails after that. Let's really analyze that and watch that for about a quarter, about 90 days. And then analyze your discovery call process. You know, what does your conversion rate look like? What types of people are coming on there? Do we need to switch the onboarding questions to really filter out people that aren't good fits for you? So this is a really important step. Don't skip it. All right. Let's look at zone three. All right. Zone one, I'm excited to start making money. Zone two, I think I'm ready to start making money. Zone three, I'm actually making money. All right. So let's talk about what zone three looks like here. Symptoms, symptom number one. People are buying your coaching consulting offer. Your funnel that you've built out is actually working. Symptom number two, your email list is building up at a steady pace. You're like, wow, okay, I got my first 100 subscribers, first 500, maybe even first 1,000. That's awesome. 1,000 true fans on your email list, nothing wrong with that. That's a great goal to have. Symptom number three, your calendar is starting to fill up, both with paying clients from your coaching consulting offer but also with discovery calls. Like people are signing up to talk to you about working together. Part of your time is spent doing that. And some of those are converted over into coaching, which uh, coaching usually involves some one-on-one access or, you know, small group coaching or whatever you're going to do. And that starts to fill up your calendar. All right. And that's a good thing, but it also you're like, Ooh, yeah, maybe I'm, I need to be aware of this because my calendars is really filling up and maybe I'm, I'm kind of capping out my, my schedule a little bit. So that's something to think about. Symptom number four. You're collecting great testimonials from your coaching clients. So people are getting through your coaching consulting program and you are getting some testimonials built up, and we want to save those. trust me. Uh, then symptom number five, you feel ready to raise your prices for coaching consulting up. Uh, I wouldn't call it a mistake, but definitely a sign or a symptom of somebody earlier on in their coaching consulting, uh, on, especially as an online entrepreneur we will tend to price things a little too low. And I've got a, a general rule of like, especially with coaching consulting, if I've got three to five automatic easy yeses in a row where people are like, yes, no brainer, painful, let's just get started. Then I have to at least think about raising my prices a little bit. And early on you could probably like, you may set a goal of like, all right, if I get five, simple, easy yeses in a row and they all pay in full. I need to raise my prices by 25 to 50%. So if you have a thousand dollar coaching offer, you need to look at 1250 to 1500 as the next level up. Uh, so, uh, you, you feel like you're maybe ready for that price bump in coaching consulting, giving yourself a raise. So those are all the five symptoms of zone three. Let's talk about the action steps to move from zone three to zone four. Now, Before we even do that, I just wanted to tell you that each of these phases is going to get longer and longer to move from one to the next. So moving from zone one to zone two, that's going to be the shortest amount of time. Two to three, that's a little bit longer. And then three to four, definitely longer. All right. Then we may be talking about a year or more. So don't just think I'm just going to buzz through these things. I just got to, you know, mosey through these action steps and I'm good to go. This is going to still be a process, but trust me, totally totally worth it. All right. So with zone three, the, I'm actually making money action steps to move into zone four. First thing I want you to do is start a weekly newsletter, a nurturing email to your list. It's not just about new episode, just drop homies, check it. We need to have more of a touch point, bring your listeners and your email list readers into your world, develop relationships, teach, give them something they won't get anywhere else. All right. So we're going to start a weekly nurturing email or AKA a newsletter. And for any of you that are on my email list, uh, I send one of these out every single Wednesday and you can use that as a template. All right. It's a a love letter from me to you. I do it in real time and I have a 70% open rate. So people open it and they like it. All right. So use that as a template. Action step number two, establish a recurring revenue offer. This is a great time to establish a membership or small group coaching, uh, something that's recurring revenue. People are going to pay you month after month to be a part of because the natural question that will start popping up, now that people are buying your coaching consulting offer and completing that program, they'll go, coach, what happens next? What's the next step? Uh, I'm not done on my journey yet. You've helped me. I'd like for you to continue to help me. And they could renew with the coaching consulting. But a lot of times we need to look at a next step in in the form of a membership. Or again, our calendar is filling up. So if coaching consulting is kind of your signature offer, look at a recurring revenue model like a membership as a maintenance zone where you've got whatever it is. So for me, I've got my download growth club. That's my membership. It's $97 a month. And people pop into that after they do one of my, my signature offers. Usually some people start there. And um, that's a great recurring revenue stream for me. And, and recurring revenue is really important as you build out your business because that's money you don't have to chase every single month. It's much easier to keep a current client than it is to go out and chase down new money. And all, all we have to do is deliver and really you know, work hard to keep those people happy that are in our recurring revenue stream, memberships, masterminds, things like that. But again, they're already paying us. They've already opted in. They're on that recurring revenue or or a retainer. And we just have to keep that relationship solid and keep delivering on our promise. So uh, that tends to be a lot easier than, again, creating something new and and selling it to, to people that are new to your world. All right. So it's a great time to establish that recurring revenue offer as a back end to when people complete coaching consulting. Action step number three, time to start thinking about hiring a VA and or delegating some tasks to team members. All right, I've got a very small, I got one main VA and two VAs for her uh, to help with kind of miscellaneous tasks. And uh, so I keep the team small, but it's helped me tremendously. They can do things that uh, I don't need to be doing. I can spend more time creating content, talking to people like you, doing discovery calls and uh, building the business out that that's something that they cannot do. So this is a great time to start thinking about that. Action step number four, again, consider raising prices, coaching, consulting. We have to always look at that. As I've grown my business, as I've personally moved through all of these phases, it's come with a price bump. I give myself a a pay raise. There's more demand. I can kind of sit firm in my value and be like, listen, you know, I talk to myself all the time. Listen, listen, big guy, you're really helping people. I'm fully confident if people do what I ask them to do, they will have a very positive result. They're out there making money. They're out there growing their brand, their show. They're launching successful podcasts. Whatever it is I'm I'm helping with, with, we're seeing positive results across the board when people take effective action. So I'm confident in raising those prices a little bit. All right. And then action step number five is it's time to invest time and money into audience growth. So this may be Podcast player app ads. This could be Facebook and Instagram ads some paid newsletter strategies, um, you know, ads on other podcasts, whatever. But this is a great time. We're bringing money in. Let's take a, a portion of that and let's delegate it and, and push it towards growing the brand via advertising. Getting the word out there. Paid ads. Uh, all right, so those are the action steps to move into zone number four. Speaking of zone number four, the theme of that, is I'm a six-figure podcaster. So we've moved from zone one, which is I'm excited to start making money, into zone two, I think I'm ready to start making money. Zone three, I'm actually making money. Into zone four, I'm making meaningful income, aka I'm a six-figure podcaster. Usually this is where people, you know, they're thinking about going full-time, they're replacing income. Uh, This is becoming a much bigger part of their business ecosystem. So, Let's talk about four symptoms. I'm going to talk about five action steps to maintain and grow this position. Symptom number one, you're bringing in obviously over six figures of revenue from your podcasting efforts. And this is where a lot of people still like they're making a ton of money from the efforts of their show, but they don't attribute it to their show because it's not sponsorship. Again, if I bring in clients because they listen to my show, that's how they find me. They opt into whatever it is that that they opt into and then they buy something from me. That is money from my podcast. So I consider it when I pay myself six figures plus a year, that's all coming from my podcast because this is the tip of the spear. This is where people find me most often and get into my world. Uh, So that's the first symptom. You're bringing in six figures from your podcasting efforts. Symptom number two, it feels like your ideal clients are easily finding you and saying yes to your offers. This is an amazing experience. When you get your branding and your messaging and your keywords and your offers dialed in and you have put in all that work and you're creating great results, you're gonna find this position where it's just, it's phenomenal. And it just feels like your ideal clients are signing up for discovery calls, And they're an easy, yes, it's easy, it's lucrative, it's fun. E-L-F, Elf. We want an Elf business. Shout out to Joe Polish who who taught me that. Um, But it just feels like your brand is so dialed in at this point that there aren't a whole lot of tire kickers and looky-loos out there just wanting free coaching from a discovery call. They're real, legit, ideal clients. A lot of times what happens with me, people will be like, Adam, obsessed with the show, I found it last Thursday, I've been binge listening until today, which is usually like, I usually do consults on a Tuesday. And so they've been listening for like five days and they're just kind of ready to go. Like, when can we get started? I seem to figure out what is the best offer. Here's my price range. What do you got? Let's get started. I just need your help. So it's not, it's the least salesy sales call you'll ever have (laughs) when this situation is happening. So it seems like those ideal clients are just easily finding you. That's an awesome symptom of zone four. Uh, Symptom number three, 25 to 50% of your total business revenue is is recurring revenue streams and consulting retainers. So you've built up that back end where all of your upfront offers, uh, at this point, you may have a, a course or something like that, but obviously you're coaching, consulting, converting over into recurring revenue streams. And that money is coming in every single month, which is a great business position to be in. So you're bringing in 100,000 a year, we're talking about 25,000 to 50,000 of that is coming in from recurring revenue streams. So just kind of picture that, feel that for a second and get excited about it. Symptom number four, you are frequently asked to speak on stages, masterminds, virtual summits, podcasts, all of the above. This is a point where your brand again is built out. You're putting in the reps, you're growing an audience. And with that comes opportunity. I get, I get opportunities to speak all the freaking time and like masterminds. I probably speak to two or three masterminds a week from people that listen to my show or my clients or referrals. And it's awesome because, you know, a lot of those people end up becoming super fans of the show and or clients, and I'm able to build relationships with those people. So you'll start to notice these opportunities just pop up super often and you're ready to take advantage of them. Now, let's talk about five action steps to maintain this position in zone four and grow into a multiple six-figure podcast. All right. Action step number one, we got to establish at this point, at least one high ticket offer. So we're talking about an experience, a mastermind, an exclusive coaching program, an extended coaching program, something. And when I talk about high ticket, I'm really looking at $5,000 or above for my brand. For some of you, that may be 10, 15, 20K. So define that, you know, I've got a client that has, you know, six figure offers. So you have to define that, but this is the time to level up. Like you've, you're getting the bills paid, You may be full-time at this point. You've at least got a very lucrative side hustle and it's time to have that home run swing of like, all right, here's my high ticket offer. I'll be very excited to, uh, to fulfill this offer. If somebody purchases it, I'll be very excited about the price and what I'm earning off of that. Uh, so what does that look like for you? Action step number two, uh, we're gonna start turning some of our one-on-one coaching efforts into Evergreen courses. So maybe you've got a couple different styles of coaching consulting offers and you're like, you know what? This I've got three coaching offers, but you know, one of them is really the signature offer. I need to turn these other things into Evergreen courses. I've got all the material built out. I've got the testimonials. I've got the client reviews. I've they've they've got a proven system Let's make those evergreen courses because at this point in time, your time is a a major form of your compensation. So your calendar could be very full and we need to look at, can we make just as much money or even more and not have to spend all the one-on-one time? Can we transform this into a course, sell that at a lower price point because I'm not directly involved, but have a greater volume now that my audience has been built up? All right. That is definitely something to consider. Uh, actually step number three, once again, evaluate whether you should raise prices for especially your one-on-one services. All right. That's just something that's consistent from zone two to zone three to zone four. We got to look at, do we need to raise prices a little bit here or a lot? Number four, it's time to double down on audience engagement opportunities. At this point, you have to stand out. This is the point. It can be dangerous because when we're small, it's easy to have relationships with those super fans and answer all your DMS and your emails. But as you grow, are you going to stick to that? As your calendar fills up, as those paychecks are coming in, that six figure paycheck is coming in. Are you still going to show up for your audience? And if you can be that person that says, yes, I'm doubling down. Then I think your business will explode because you will stand out as unique. You're not that person that has your 12 year old VA from the Philippines acting like they're you on social media saying dumb stuff that doesn't make sense, all right? You are you on social media. You are you on your email inbox. You are you in the DMs and you are there to initiate engagement still. You are the people's champion. You are walking the path that your people want to walk and you're there to grab them by the hand and lead them. And Pop pals, if you haven't figured it out, I'm that guy for you, all right? just right? I'm just putting that flag right in the ground, nice and firm saying, I am that guy for you, all right? that That's what I'm all about. And then action step number five, you got to still look at investing time and money into audience growth. So if you haven't started doing paid ads yet, we have to start doing that now, especially if you want to grow. If you're like, I really need to bump up my email list. I really need to bump up uh, my podcast listenership. You've got things that are working. You've got a funnel that's working. You've got lead magnets. You've got offers that are working. If you have those things in place, all we need is to get those things that are working in front of more people. AKA, we can't be afraid to invest in some paid ads, some banner ads, some maybe pay to get on a stage or, or get on somebody else's podcast or whatever, but start investing some of this revenue back into growth of your audience. All right, pod pals, this was a deep one. All right, zone one through four of the podcasting business growth timeline for service providers, coaches, consultants. Get the workbook, All right. The workbook is in the show notes. We're going to dive deep into this. This is an important one. All right, so within the workbook, we're going to make some notes on which zone are you currently in. All right, we got to figure out which zone you feel like you are squarely in. It should be obvious. Uh, if you aren't sure, send me an email, gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram at podcastingbusinessschool and we can kind of figure out which zone you're in based off the symptoms. So I want you to figure out what zone you're in and I really want you to zero in on those action steps and be like, which ones am I doing? Which ones am I not doing? And use this as a checklist. This is your business checklist, all right? And we can start taking action on that inside of the workbook. So get that downloaded. It's in the show notes. Every episode's gonna have a little homework assignment with it. Trust me, pot pals. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Don't just go to the next episode. Now, if you're driving, like maybe you're on vacation and you're driving from Indiana to South Carolina, binge listen, all right? But come back, re-listen again and do each homework assignment, all right? Do the homework assignments because implementation is the key. Implementation is the thing that takes this whole podcast series from entertainment into actual education, all right? Because we can implement what we've learned and get something out of it. All right, pod pals, pod pals, Very excited to see where you're at on this timeline and help you get to that next zone, get as many of you to that six-figure podcaster level. Uh, It's a great place to be. And it's kind of like one of those obstacle course races. It's all muddy and there's, you know, uh, electrified wires and barbed wire you're crawling under and you're getting scraped up. All of a sudden there's this big giant wall and you see a big old bear paw of a hand from your buddy, Adam, reaching over that wall saying, Hey, Let me pull you over. Let me give you a little help on this one. Let me give you a little boost. That's what I'm doing with this entire limited series podcast. So keep digging in, implement effectively and ferociously. And with that, I'm going to send you out into the world, wishing you health, happiness, and many downloads. We'll see you on episode three.